Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being here with us today. Hey, guys, let me just do a big confession. I had to ram and hurry and get this stuff out to be here on time because I was interviewed by a station, WAOK, in Atlanta. And after I did the interview, I, I wanted to get the viewpoint of some of the callers that came into that show. I wanted to get them to be a part of this show, the outtakes, the clips that I did to be a part of this show. And why did I do that? Because, you know, you know I believe in hearing all the voices. And I was very impressed with, with how these people that are listening to a WAOK in Atlanta, how into this that they are. I mean, more people are into the Ukraine crisis, not solely because of the hype, but they are actually looking at it from a social, political, economic point of view. And listening to a veteran, listening to somebody who understands the history of America, listening to this, the person who uh, did the interview, who, uh, who is in, in the core of urban America as far as knowing their, their wants and, and belief. It, it was a great uh, time, um, uh, a great time at, at the station talking to them today. I've discussed antiseptic slavery so that I brought a clip about antiseptic slavery. I also brought a clip about uh, can we really have government do what we want to do after an exasperated one of the callers called in about, well, America is always, every 20 years or so, we have to invade something because, again, we discussed the military-industrial complex, etc., etc. And uh, we then, of course, we have the, the, the piece that we did with, um, with the, uh, I forget, but anyway, I have three clips to show you. Bridge MCP, welcome aboard. Bridge, uh, I don't know why you didn't show me active on YouTube. Did I not post thing yesterday, uh, a story? I don't recall. You know, I do at least two to four stories every day. I know I, I released a whole bunch that were behind. I don't know if that's what you mean when you say you couldn't find me on, on YouTube. Now, as far as getting your messages, here's the issue with, with Facebook. That I'm still trying to learn some pieces of Facebook. I have several pages. So I can log into Facebook as myself, as my page, the different pages that I have. Unfortunately, I am not sure how Facebook distributes messages. Because whereas everything goes under me, for some reason pages have their own identities and messages. I will see some one place and not the other. So as I get all these different platforms together, sometimes I, I miss a message or so. So in case you sent me something, forgive me. Ah, Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. Bridge MCP, Corazoncita, welcome aboard. Bruce Pollard says, have you voted? Ashley and I sent in our faxes with our vote to send our vote by mail. And in little letters on that thing, it says, after you fax this application, you must then send it in in paper. Of course, I didn't have... I, I, it's my fault, first of all. Let me, let me just acknowledge that. It is my fault that for the first time in my voting life, I won't be voting in the Democratic primary because of the new laws that were passed in Texas that prevented me from, or, or the new laws that made me, well, let, I don't want to absolve myself from responsibility. I should have been more careful in, in, in reading the paperwork. I should have been more careful. That said, it is amazing that you have to go through these hoops to vote. So yours truly, who's out there telling everybody, dot your I's and cross your T's, 
I'm out here in D.C. and didn't, I dotted my I's, I crossed my T's, but I didn't read appropriately. My mistake, but it's a mistake that was left open by our, our treasonous legislator who tries their best not to get people to vote. And you know who got caught? I got caught. My fault, my fault, my fault. Now, going forward in telling this message and, 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 and falling on the sword, I expect, I hope, I implore others for the election in November not to make the stupid mistake that I made. Because every single vote in the Democratic primary, it's not, uh, it's not a lethal thing. And, and, and if I want to kind of give myself a little defense, I always knew that, you know... <clears throat> In a democratic primary, all the people that I want to uh, want to win, uh, even though my vote counts, I know that they have a big enough cushion that all my folks are going to win in the democratic uh, primaries. Now, that said, I made a mistake. Melanie Keaton, welcome. Good evening, all. She says, Lee Grant, our treasonous legislature. That was hyperbolic uh and I, I, I cop to that, Lee Grant, but our very, uh, treasonous is not the word that I should have used for that. It's more than likely our evil legislature, our evil Republican legislature. And I'm not speaking about my Republican brothers and sisters. You know I love you all. I'm speaking about the politicians who are doing us wrong. Alright, E2247 says, hello relatives. Hello E2247. Love you brother for being here. We also have Deb Denny. Facebook has uh, was out for several hours yesterday due to technical errors. I didn't know that. Nanette Bird-Smith says, proves that the new laws are a form of suppression. Absolutely so. Uh, welcome aboard. Daniel Ledo says, the leftists are marching, smiling to war. And when they get it, they'll suddenly turn anti-war. Wow. No, we're not war marching to war. I don't want war. And you'll see what we're talking about in some of what I did at this station in Atlanta today. All right, let's see what else we got here. Bridge MCP, welcome. I think I saluted you already. Deb Denny, welcome aboard. Nanette Bird-Smith, I hope I saluted you as well. Yvette Avery-Herod, uh, hey, Yvette, um, special message for you. I was hoping to see you on today. Uh, Starbucks, apparently throughout the country, a lot of Starbucks where young people work, they have been voting to unionize. And I think I saw a video on your storyline or somewhere re relative to you that your name appeared or something where you were at one of those rallies um, for unionization of Starbucks. If, if, if I got that right, let me know. But whatever the case is, sometime soon I'd like you on again to tell us the state of unionization in America. Are we getting better? Are we getting worse? Where are we heading to? I need your expertise. We need a little five, six, seven minute uh, little interview so you can give us an update on that, Yvette Avery. AVQ says, I got home late. But you know what? It doesn't matter if AVQ gets home late. I just know that man is going to go look for something. And by gosh, I thought I saw something. He says, I knew he was going to put something in there. So I looked for it, right? Since independence in 1776, he says, that is the last 245 years America has been at war for 227 years or 
more than 92% of its independent existence. Since independence, it has invaded at least 70 countries, 50 of them since World War II in 1945. I think you're going you're gonna to break bread with one of the callers into the Atlanta show that I did today. You're going to listen to what he has to say, and you're going to say, wow, wow. Rose Williams, welcome aboard. Hermano May Wood, welcome aboard. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, we have ABQ telling E2247. A lot of conservatives have the same extremist mindset. No Democrats in office ever again. We got to be better than that. All right, let, let's continue. Um, did I tell you guys this yesterday? A call, uh, somebody sent me a uh, letter. And she stated that, um, that she didn't like my Substack newsletter that I send out because she thought it was very much too left. She's a centrist. And the persons that she supports are Blinken, who is our national security guy, as well as what's the name of the former governor of South Carolina. And she likes her as well. And I found that a bit odd. So I, I responded I, I, and I, I really asked her, I want her to come and join us in our Ask Egberto Anything. And for those of you who don't know, please go to, um, please go to politicsdoneright.com slash Ask Egberto. I'm going to put, you know, I better put it in here. Politicsdoneright.com. Slash ask Egberto. This uh, this week, please. Hey, by the way, Bridge MCP, you've only been to one of those last year, I think. I know you've been under the gun, but you know your voice has been missed. It looked like I typed it in wrong. Oh no, I typed it incorrectly. All right, so go ahead and please go. Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley. That's she likes Nikki Haley as well. Yeah. So please go to politicsandright.com slash ask Egberto. Register for it. It's at 11 a.m. Central, 12 uh, noon. Please do. Yvette Avery says, I heard about Starbucks, but I was on, on the coal miners strike line in Alabama and the Amazon rally in Alabama. Okay, that's I, I know I saw you at a rally and maybe somebody mentioned that about uh, about stuff. But let, let, let's get together for having a, 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 you giving us an update sometime next week on uh, on uh, the union the state of the union so i'm giving you time so you can get some info for me or whatever and if for some reason i forget about it please remind me and say egberto you better get me on to talk about the union because we gotta we gotta get our peeps squared away bridge mcp says 11 a.m you people want to see my face that early yes i do yvette says sounds great thank you yvette i i know i could count on you uh let's see what else we got here let's see what else we got here um Eric Hayes says, is the U.S. paying Putin to invade Ukraine with its energy policy? Two years ago, U.S. was a net exporter of energy and has increased sixfold. Uh, you know, I, I, it, Eric, people are dying. Uh, and um, I don't know how to answer that. And the reason why I don't know how to answer that is um, anybody who used to, I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember Joe Joe, um, what is the name that always fought Muhammad Ali was Joe Fraser. Joe Fraser was one of those fighters that it does not matter how much you beat the crap out of him. You're beating, he's getting punched. Muhammad Ali is knocking him. Uh, Newman is knocking him. 
Uh, what's the guy out of Kingwood? Our our boxer um, out of Kingwood. Foreman is knocking him, and it doesn't matter how he's getting the crap beat out of him. He's always moving forward. He's always moving forward and doing the wrong thing. I love Eric Hayes, but Eric sticks on a point. And it doesn't matter how much you knock that point. As opposed to saying, let me see if there's something to it. He just regurgitates it over and over again. The one thing I thank you for, man, is for staying with us and staying and listening to the show. But I really don't get how... Well, anyhow... Anyhow, I, 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 I don't get the, the mental way that, that you process things. Daniel Lado says, The leftists are marching, smiling to our red that already. Uh, let's see. Bridge MTP sometimes like never get messages. Your FB page last post was yesterday's show. Oh, I got to check that out. I thought I posted some stuff last night, but I could be wrong. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Before I go to the first clip. Alist Alistair Waters. How are you doing, my friend? Uh, welcome aboard. Daniel Ledo says, Nanette Birdsmith, I have a very deep well of tolerance. Y'all are quickly plummeting to the bottom. I don't think so. My peeps are very tolerant, including you, right, Brother Ledo? Come on. Hey, Ledo, sign up for the, sh for the Ask Egberto Anything. I want to see you there on Saturday as well. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, Robert Davenport, hit the like button, people. Yep, hit the like button on Facebook. And please click the, the, the uh, thumbs up on YouTube. Egberto, Republicans can trigger fear in conservatives. It will resonate through the right-wing bubble. And that fear will quickly turn into anger and hate. You know what I'm waiting for? I am waiting for the time. When in Pacific time, Maywood, it will be 11 minus 2, 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. All right. I am waiting for, I am waiting for the time that's going to occur when a lot of my right-wing brothers and sisters, my Republican brothers and sisters, says, <clears throat> Oh, my God, we have been had. We've been had on the economy. We've been had on social issues. We've been had on moral issues. How could we have been that way? But anyhow, what I want to start with is a piece here that I did on WAOK in Atlanta. I was on for an hour show today, and I have some outtakes that I want to play. And the first one I want to play has to do with... Um, and let, let me go ahead and uh, make sure and start it up uh, appropriately. The first, the first piece that I want to play is a piece where this woman says, uh, at last, it says, no, that's not the right one. Para ver, no puede ser eso. I want to play it up correctly. I want to make sure I get it right. Uh, let's see what I said in the, okay, war is about money. That's, that, that's what she wanted to bring out. And this was one of the listeners. Let's go ahead and play that. I don't have video. It's just go ahead and uh, it's going to be the show itself. Um, maybe later on I'll try to plump it up or something. But check it out and then we'll take it on the other side. I'll be watching the chat. 
Let's go to a new caller out of Sandy Springs. Linda, welcome to the conversation. Egberto Willis is our very special guest. Go right ahead with your question or comment. Uh, hi, Wanderlyn. Hi. Um, anybody that wants to know anything about the Ukraine, they can go to blackagendareport.com. They have an article, very in-depth article about what's happening. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing, Linda. Thanks for that info. Yeah, stay healthy, stay connected, stay on point. Maggie out of Atlanta. Hi, welcome. Hey, I, I'm glad y'all talking about. We, you know, I'm not upset with the, you know, the military and people who've been. I'm a veteran. I came in the Vietnam War. I'm not. We, we got to understand. If you right, it's all about money. It's always going to be about money. Um, we every 15 years, uh, every 20 years. It ain't going to be your Ukraine. It's going to be somebody else. So United States need the people in the United States need to wake up because they don't understand a lot of things be happening in other countries that we don't know about. Is money, defense. They want to put more money in defense. So my thing is people forget. Years go by every 15 years, every 20 years. We're going to have a country that we're going to attack. Uh, we don't need them, or we want some money or oil. People forgot about the Vietnam War. After that war, then they was they was people didn't realize there's the storm and all that. The oil we had one day war that back in the, after the Vietnam War, nobody didn't know nothing about it. It last it ain't say war conflict because we were gonna go over to the country and then we start there's the storm. They know what they gonna do. They know who they gonna tax later on in years. And that's how I, if it gonna be, it gonna be another country. So my thing is that it's money. They don't care about us. It's about money. And who gonna fight these wars? Poor. That's who gonna fight these wars. They killed the Republicans not gonna go to war. That's all I have to say. And have a blessed day. All right. Thanks, Maggie. Uh, Mr. Willis, your response to that? Like I said about your your um, your audience, your audience are well-informed because yes. uh, there, there's a whole lot of truth to what she had to say. And that is, uh, let's give it, let's put some context to what she just said because she's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. What just happened? We just left Afghanistan. In leaving Afghanistan, what, what did that mean? That meant that the defense industrial complex was left with a whole lot, a big hole in the amount of money for them to make. Hey, another war is kind of cool for us to get involved in. We just sent $385 million to, uh, to, um, to, uh, to, uh, Ukraine and we are extending, we were allocating a few more billion dollars to put in there. Let me ask you this, Ms. Stokes. Imagine. If we decided to call the poverty, both in our barrios, our ghettos, our Appalachia, suppose we call that mm -hmm. a war and mm -hmm. invested the kind of money that always comes easy for war into those communities, into people, wouldn't that make a whole lot more sense? A friend of mine just, or a listener to my show, uh, sent me an essay. And he said, why is America so quick in defending the democracy of Ukraine and so slow in defending the democracy of the United States? There in Atlanta, you have a senator that is running and, uh, against a, a, a system, a voting system that is currently stacked against him in Georgia. Mm -hmm. It's amazing that we don't open up the discussion that way as you are right here on your show. 
Do you think we'll ever get to a place where government will be about the people and not as focused on the money? When, when you bring up that case, for example, you look at poverty, you look at homelessness, you look at uh, food insecurity and, and not much attention given there for from the government. But the focus is on war because I guess there's more money to be made. Like when you brought up that example, it makes common sense, uh, S-E-N-S-E, but it doesn't make sense, uh, C-E-N-T-S. So uh, uh, do you think well, that we can shift to that perspective with government or, or, or we perhaps may never get there? No, I, I, let me tell you where I, uh, I am, Ms. Stokes, okay. and it goes as far as this. The work that you are doing, the work that a lot of other independent journalists are doing is invaluable. The fact that Georgia turned out a Jewish man and a black man in a period where we have this amount of anti-Semitism and supremacy in the country mm-hmm. says that your job is getting done. And yes, it can be done. The question is, are we going to keep the people sufficiently active to ensure they understand the power that we still have one person, one vote? They're trying to take it away, mm-hmm. but we still have it. If you, if all of us that are in this independent media space do our job and encourage people and keep them, letting them know that there is going to be some backsliding, but you have to keep looking forward, as MLK would have said, or Malcolm X, or all the other leaders of the past would have said, you have to keep looking forward. Can government change? Yeah. You know why? Because we are government and we can get them the hell out of there with the people that we want to put in there. Yeah, putting the right people in place and position. Want to get your comments on uh, this whole pandemic uh, and how the U.S. has handled it and in comparison to other countries. What are your thoughts on this? Is this another part of the government system? Okay. Uh, we have proven in America. The f- first of all, America used to be a country that's looking forward in intellect and many other ways. We, by design, have been promoting ignorance. In other words, we have a select group of very smart, intelligent people in high places depending on making people stupid. And that's by design. Because you cannot have an intelligent group of people that continue to support an economic system that completely says, I'm going to pay you some and we are going to take most which is what this country is all about. It's, a, it's an ultimate definition of unfettered capitalism. So when people get, as people get smarter, they realize that, and, and this stuff about the, the pandemic, the, they, they need to keep people fighting at each other. So the pandemic was a good excuse to have to create factions. It's not about that a lot of those guys are going to die. It's going to be about we are going to keep that permanent factionization so that these people don't get themselves smart among each other to eventually take over a system that they realize is not there for them, but to make a profit for a very select few of people who are invited into the system. It's not a meritocracy. You have to be invited into the system. Again, you have to be invited into the system. Uh, people say, well, there's always Oprah, there is Johnson's, and so forth. Yeah, they were invited to the system. And there's a reason for all of this. But again, that goes beyond the topic that we were actually discussing there. Anyhow, let me get back to my, to my peeps here. Eric says, uh, 
Egberto, the money being sent is for humanity and saving people. So why are you complaining about this? The whole world is watching a dictator kill innocent people. I am so glad you said that. I've told many a times stories that uh, like um, when Manuel Antonio Noriega, the Panamanian press dictator at that time, who was uh, who worked for the CIA? Uh, you know, did he, he launder drug money under the auspices of the CIA? He did a lot of things. But what he was to the people is, you know, he was the people. The people actually liked him, right? America did a whole lot of things in 1988. I remember going back home, and the dollar was used as the exact backing of Balboa. One Balboa in Panama is equal to one dollar. And the United States stifled it for Panamanians. Remember, there are a lot of Americans living in Panama. And the, there was a canal zone in Panama. And they were able to use the American dollar. So they were living some great lives. Because now that, we couldn't, now that Panamanians couldn't spend the Balboa, they couldn't spend, they were not getting, there was a freeze. Just like they're doing in Russia right now, right? There's a freeze. But this was on an innocent country, right? And people created all forms of bartering and paper. I owe you this. I owe you, I owe you this. But dollars were at a premium. And people that could walk in. When an American went into Panama City or Cologne or David or whatever, he was a king because he actually had cash backed by the United States government. Above and beyond stifling the country's economic system. They found ways around it by bartering and all of that. Because they did that to try to get the people to overthrow Noriega. It never happened. So the America had to come in in 1988. Or was it 89? I don't remember. I think it was 89. And to come in, they blew up Colón. That's a town that I'm from. City I'm from. They blew up the cuartel. That's the word that the people, the, the, the guardia amass. They, they blew up in Panama City a section called uh, Chorrillo. And they blew up a section in, in Chiriqui called David. They leveled it. Just bombs come flying around tenements in Panama City. And the, 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 the cuartel in Colón and Panama City was around uh, tenement buildings, right? Full of people. Thousands of people. And David was a bit different. David, you know, more sparse. But that's where they had the third cuartel. That's an armor, if you will. And all those people got killed. Never really made it big on TV in the United States, but uh, around the world, people saw the carnage. And, you know, we kept it kind of quiet, but it, it got out. Panamanians around the world knew about it. So, I want you to listen. I, I'm going to finish this story later, but I want, I, in that context of what I just told you, I want you to listen to this guy that, called into the show in Atlanta and then we'll take it on the other side and I'm not doing this to to to, to anyhow defend Russia that Russia is evil what they're doing they need to be extricated and they need to be that the, the knee need to be placed on their necks but then we have to ask the question about some introspection we'll talk about that after this Kenny out of Atlanta has a question or comment for you Mr. Willies go right ahead Hi. Kenny all right, how y'all doing today? Good. How are you? Uh, the the point I want to make is uh, the point I want to make is America has no moral standing in the world. 
Putin watched American politicians go 7,000 miles away and come and destroy Iraq. Putin saw American politicians kill a half million people in Iraq. Putin watched the American politician capture and kill the president of Iraq, and then Putin watched the American politician bomb and destroy the African country of Libya, and Putin watched the American politician help kill the president of Libya. Putin has watched American politicians kill and invade people, not just Putin, the whole world has watched this. So America has no moral standing in the world. American politicians, they bomb hospitals, they bomb schools, they bomb uh, business in Iraq and Libya. They knocked out the power grid for like about a two years. The people in Iraq didn't have any power. So when you look at the evil that America has done around the world, America has no moral standing in the world. Sixty years ago, Dr. King was speaking out against America foreign policy. Dr. King was talking about how terrible America foreign policy was. Malcolm X was talking about how terrible. So when you look at Iraq, that's Iraq, that was America and British politicians. America and Britain teamed up together. They destroyed a whole country, killed a half million people, left five million orphans in Iraq. When, when the world, the world hasn't forgot about that. So how can America have absolutely no moral standing? So actually Putin is doing what he saw the American politician doing. That's my comment. Uh, thanks a lot, Ms. Kenny. Stokes. What do you say, Mr. Willis? Miss Stokes, uh, this is the first time I'm appearing on your show. And all I have to say about the caller that just, that the person who just called in is you ought to be proud of the level of intellect of the people that call into your show. I could say it no better than he did, but mm -hmm. let's, let's up the ante a bit more. I am okay. from Central America, Panama originally, and mm -hmm. 10,000 Panamanians were killed. It, you won't see it in the books when uh, the United States invaded Panama, but that's not the subject. I, I, I am with the brother who called. However, the subject is we know what America has done, but you know what? We are humane people, and we don't want hurt on anybody, no matter when, where, or what. Right, right. I definitely don't want that to happen. Um, also, when, when you talk about this whole political equation, when you talk about the U.S., what is this political equation that we are really involved in, even in this country uh, uh, today? Uh, can you repeat that? I kind of got dropped. You know, what, what's the political equation that we are facing today as, as a country, even as we look at what's happening there in Ukraine, but what's the real political equation that we're really having to deal with? Well, you, you, you're not how many people are going to look at the real political equation. The equation is money the political equation is any time the, the, the easiest way for a particular sector in this country the defense industrial complex and president eisenhower spoke about this uh is that you know wherever there is war and we can make a good profit of you know war is one interesting thing it's replicatable right we bomb places you have to replace the bombs and you have to replace the buildings it's one of the great places to have a group of people capital to make a whole lot of money. The equation for America is money. Again, the equation for America is always money in these issues, and that's why we don't have a problem going around the world blowing things up. But again, I think you, you asked me about Ukraine. When it comes to Ukraine, my heart goes out as a human being to these people and saying, I don't want, and as much as they have the same diseases we have with racism, etc. I don't want them going through this thing. Uh, Mr. Willie says it's about money. It's not about people. <laughs> it's about money. 
Yes, it's always about money. Now, I want to, I want to expand on, 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 on Panama. Again, you, I, I'm just using the issue of Panama as an example. When we start to put the hammer on Russia, I want us to do it. But I wish we would do it with a certain level of atonement. Because, like the brother said in Atlanta, when he called, you know, it, it is amazing because he called out the thing, the, the particular atrocities that we did that were advertised in our own media, meaning Iraq, Afghanistan, okay? You know what he didn't call out? He never called out Grenada. He never called out Haiti. He never called out Panama. He never called out a lot of these other places where, as Colin Powell would put the lives of people that are not American, they were collateral damage. So when my father told me the story on, on, on the road from Margarita to Colón that there was an armored vehicle and a man is running towards the vehicle saying, please, with his hands up and, uh, uh, and saying, I need to get my wife's diabetes drugs to her in Colón. I need to get past you to give her these drugs. And what happened... And my father saw this with his own eyes. And what happened was the military guy at the MV blew the crap out of that guy. Like he was just an animal running. Dead Panamanian. Collateral damage. This is repeated over and over around the world, right? On the, you know, and this is not the American people. This is... This is the military under the auspices, as the brother said from Atlanta, our politicians, they do these things, right? And we sit back and ask, why don't they like us? The truth of the matter is they do like you. You go any part of the world, Americans are loved. Americans are loved. And you know what's great about across the world as well? They know how to distinguish between the American government and the American people. They know how to do that. And they do that all of the times. So when the brother says that we don't have the moral, the moral uh, attitude to go out and just pretty much preach to Russia, he's right. What we should be doing is atoning and say this isn't the behavior that none of us are going to use elsewhere. I, I noticed that, um, uh, that uh, what's his name? He's the same thing that I've used before because you know we are always scared about what these other countries are going to do you know Davenport uses it and, and Davenport thanks for bringing that up I've, I've been preaching this a long time we don't need to fear other countries because we know if something wrong can be done at some point in our history we have already done it we were the only we are wor so worried about everybody else using the nuclear bomb we are the only ones that have ever used the nuclear bombs against other human beings. Period. The only ones. We talk about enslaving people, how other people are doing, you know, how are they beating people down. We're the, we are the country that where officially legalized slavery lasted the longest. But not only that, we are the country where still based on your hue 
A cop can put his a bullet in your back and still get off. And people say, well, you know what? He was scared. He was scared. And the law gives them the ability that he's scared for his life. He can take yours. Hmm. You know, so understand where we're coming from. We need to get Russia out of Iraq. We do. We do. I mean, not out of Ukraine. We do. But let's have some humility as Americans. Let's have some humility of what the people we have elected have done in our name. Not that we as Americans have done it, but what they have done in our names and call it out. And let the rest of the world understand that we are calling it out. Because they're not stupid. They know what we've done because they've lived it. I know what America has done in Panama since 1903. Which is what gave Panama its independence. Panama was Colombia. Panama used to be Colombia. Okay? It used to be Colombia. And America parked the ship outside the Bay of Colón and said, Okay, we're going to have support you guys who want to form a country because Colombia said no when we attempted to build the Panama Canal. So therefore, the Panamanians, the province of Panama, will tell us yes. And we will sign a treaty by a Frenchman, Bonavaria, sign a treaty to build a canal. Frenchmen signed a Panamanian treaty to build a canal. And we'll own five miles on either side of that canal. In perpetuity, we'll rent it from you. And we will pay you less than we pay the smallest base in any part of Europe. We'll pay the country less money for that. I mean, if you want to know the frustration around the world, and if you want to see a better world, a little bit of humility would go far. Oh, wow, we got a lot of messages in here. All right. Let me go. I tell you what, I'm going to start from the bottom up so that because sometimes people, I miss things. You're Frenchman Trudeau. I don't know what that means, Eric Hayes. Um, uh, let's see, Egberto. Hello. It take one nuke to ruin the world and humanity. So might want to think in realistic terms. Well, actually, two nukes were spent in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And I think it kind of stayed there. But you're right, though. The new nukes today are nowhere like uh, Big Fellow in, in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. So it's a lot different world. And yes, you're right. I am rethinking and I want to make sure that we have some humility when we're talking about this other one. Michael Rodden says, Egberto, do me por favor after the show. Google Poseidon Nuke. I will do that, sir. I got to remember to do that. Poseidon Nuke. Hey, drop me a direct message. Um, let's see what else we got here. Daniel Ledo is on a baiting roll. Let's not get stuck. I love Daniel Ledo. That, look, let me tell you something. When, when we address all these folks in here, we get the message out. So you guys, my, all my posse, you guys are doing a wonderful job. A wonderful job. Time to post your links. I forgot. Thank you, guys. Hey, if you are on YouTube right now, please go ahead and click that join button. We need subscribers to keep this thing going. We honestly need subscribers to keep this thing going. So please click that join button as well as click the thumbs up button. That is how you can support the show. But there are a lot of other ways for you to support the show. First of all, you can support the show by going where again? To politicsunright.com slash YouTube. 
politicsandright.com slash YouTube. And let me put that in here, politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Click that, listen to what I have to say, and please, please, por favor, go ahead and sign up. Alternatively, uh, you can also sign up with us at politicsandright.com slash... Thank you for the reminder, Michael. I just got a ring. Uh, uh, also, uh, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Subscribe there as well. I mean, that, that, that's, that's our second option. Our first option for support that I always tell people because they take the least amount of money out of, our, um, out of the Shaban, if you will, is politicsandright.com slash PayPal. That's a PayPal. PayPal takes less. You can, eat, you can either do one time or you can do a subscription. I have people that have started doing small subscriptions via PayPal. Would love to get a lot more small subscriptions via PayPal. I would love to get a lot more subscriptions via YouTube and Patreon as well. As I told you guys, it's hard work. And just like I, I did on, on the show at actact.tv and even the show I just did in Atlanta, these people have staffs. I don't, my staff is me, myself, and I. Because again, I started this stuff from scratch myself doing something that not, isn't always, um, you know, if, when you're out there, not worried about telling people the way things are you know that's just how it is anyhow likewise please go ahead and visit our store politicsandright.com slash store politicsandright.com slash store get some of our new uh some of our new uh things politicsandright.com slash store i i have all of them but the reason i haven't completely switched only to paypal uh is that there are other features in in uh in in patreon that gives me a gateway on the website they have a good gateway app that I can actually gateway people like people. There are some people who uh, subscribe to. Uh, if you get a subscription, I, I don't remember. I think it's a four ninety nine uh, subscription to my uh, Patreon. You get access to everything I write. All my books are online. The four books that I have posted right now, and every subsequent book that I write, as long as you are a subscriber, you have access to it online. So that is. That is why I, I stick with Patreon because they have that, that flexibility that is easier to work with. Um, YouTube, of course, is probably the worst one, but a lot of people are on YouTube and, and they see your videos and they say, yeah, I want to, I want to support this guy and I'll give this guy $1.99 a month or $2.99 or $4.99 a month or whatever to make sure that he can do what he continues to do. You can also get my books at politicsandright.com books. Uh, politicsandright.com slash books and you can get the all-in-one do you have a ebooks yeah if you go to politicsandright.com slash books you can either get it uh, you can get it as ebook you can get it as soft cover you can get it as um, voice as well what do you call it uh, audiobooks anyhow and the last and not least the way to find out all the different ways to support us politicsandright.com slash support let's continue because three minutes doing that is more than enough all right, let's get busy. Let me continue reading your stuff because you are what I am interested in. Lee Grant says, maybe the U.S. should be do like Australia and celebrate a national sorry day to apologize for all things white. You see, you missed the point. No. Uh, Bridge, Egberto, ask your ask Egberto everything site still says central time. Should it? Yeah, it is, it is 11 central, 12... Um, 12 noon. I mean, I'm sorry, 11 central, 12 eastern. I, uh, you know, I try to keep everything to how it was before so that people don't get, um, 
don't get confused. So that, that, that's why I, I do that. So no, it's 12. I, I hope it says 11 Central, 12 noon. I, if it doesn't say that, it'll give people the correct thing on, on the list. Thank you for following up. Carl Cox says, Trump would have backed Putin and told him to attack any country in Eastern Europe he wants to occupy, and Trump would agree with Putin. America doesn't export oil from Russia. Don't believe Fox News. Oil is fungible, though, Carl. What that means is the following. If Alaska oil is priced better to sell to Australia than to the United States, the people who pump Exxon pumping the oil in, in Alaska is going to send that oil to the highest bidder. That's capitalism. So when you hear Eric and others say, well, we are, we are self-sufficient. We can actually produce all the oil we have. That's true. We, in fact, right now, if we want, we can be self-sufficient right now without doing anything, without passing new laws or anything. But that's not how capitalism and the market works. If you put out your oil on the market, whoever pays the most gets the oil. That's how, the, that's how it works. Now, in, in a good democratic socialist state, you would all, you'll say this belongs to the commons, this belongs to the commons. That is free enterprise. That is free enterprise. And you'd have these things selectively partitioned into areas where it's the public sector handles it completely or the private sector. But we don't believe that. We believe in having uh, those charlatanes. I call them the parasites. Take a little bit of absolutely everything. So, I mean, when you hear the, when you hear the government says they're privatizing something, right? It really means they're allowing a parasite to skim some money off the top. As an example, when you go to Iraq, and Roberto Lewis, welcome aboard. Roberto could tell you that. When Roberto Lewis was in the military, he's now retired, and he was in Iraq, he went ahead, and when he went to the mess hall, he gave them a card, and he swiped that card for his food. That food wasn't made, and by the way, he has a sister who is an excellent cook who used to cook in the military at the time when the military did their own damn cooking. In other words, you have in your military troop, you have your cook, you have your, your doctors, you have everything self-contained within the military. Well, some smart, smart capitalist says, hey, we can do it cheaper for you. And what they do is, yeah, they may do it cheaper because now the military says, you know what, I, can, I don't have to. When I hire that soldier, when that soldier retires, I don't have to pay him a pension. Or if I don't have a soldier serving food, I don't have to pay him a pension. I don't have to train. I don't have to do any of that. And the capitalist who comes in, he gets slave labor. In fact, in Iraq, he goes ahead and he brings over Vietnamese and Indians and whatever that he pays, slave wages, houses them. He has no respect for them. He doesn't have to pay anything for them. But he makes a lot more profit from the government paying him for every time Roberto Lewis uses that mess hall. Chiching. Chiching. Have a great one, AVQ. I have one more video I want to show you guys though. Chiching. So stick around for this one. One. I think I think you want to see this one. I'm gonna play this video and, and, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll I'll finish up this soliloquy. But I want Rudnan to see this one. We, we gotta go back. I, I keep on elaborating on. 
just a little bit more antiseptic slavery uh, is, is how you referred to it. Uh, elaborate on that a little more. Okay. Uh, you know, slavery, first of all, I don't want to deny the nastiness, the crudeness that black people, we are those of us that are that came over here in the slave trade had to go through in the United States and elsewhere around. I'm from Panama, so the slave trade all over the darn world, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but we have to acknowledge it as an economic system, a capitalist economic system in which these black bodies were the ones chosen to be capital. Now, remember this. Uh, in the past, during slavery, we had to be fed, we had to be clothed, we had to be given health care, we had to have all those things because it's not that anybody cared about our humanity, they cared about us living to do the job to make the master a profit. Well, after slavery, some would think, oh my God, there's something wrong, uh, things would go haywire. No, slavery got expanded after slavery, but it was no longer a black and white thing. In other words, white, the black and white thing was kept to keep the master more powerful. So now they employed people, black and white. Mm -hmm. They kept the racism alive because if we're fighting each other, we can't fight those who are using us as economic pawns. They pay us as little as they can. They don't give us health care. They don't feed us. They don't house us. They do none of that, right? Mm -hmm. So, in effect, we had a new form of slavery known as antiseptic slavery, in which now it's not only black people that are slaves. White people are slaves. They just don't know it because they keep that distinction that they believe. At least I'm not black. At least I'm not a POC. At least I have my whiteness, but I'm nonetheless a slave. And when that message sinks in to all of our brothers and sisters, irrespective of hue, when that message sink in and they realize that in effect, the masters, the capitalist masters, always knew what they were doing. Always knew what they were doing. Read, I mean, you, you can read in between the lines of the Federalist Papers where they talk about factionalization, when some feared factionalization, but at the same time, more so they feared the people what happens if the people got smart? And the current rock of Republicans is like, you know what, man? Merkin's starting to get smart. We're going to have to dummify them again. We got to make them dumb because they're going to be wondering why if they're making all these products and we are paying them a minimum wage or a small wage and... We are making record profits. Why don't they're going to rebel if they realize that that's their money that we are stealing? This new inflation that we're talking about, we don't have a shortage. We have even with the even with the Russia losing twelve percent of oil, we don't have a shortage. The capitalists in Saudi Arabia, the capitalists in 
every oil producing country, the cartel, and I'm not only talking about OPEC, the cartel OPEC, I'm talking about all producers. They have the capacity to make up more than what we'll lose if we take Russia offline, but they won't because the way they see it is they don't care about humanity. They just know we can. We have a reason to justify that we can have a hundred dollar a barrel oil now, and Americans won't complain because they'll say, "Oh, it's because of it's because of Ukraine." No, it's because of capitalism. We have no oil shortage even without uh, having uh, Russia online. In fact, we also have Venezuela, a lot of oil with sulfur, but good oil. But we don't want Venezuela to take that oil out of the ground because right now Democrat, it's a democratic socialist government in, 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 in Venezuela. And if you take that oil out, that money goes dispersed to the entire country. It doesn't go to just the corporatists, right? So we're going to keep Venezuela down. And by the way, Biden is a part of that too. Obama was a part of that too. Trump was a part of that too. They all sang the same game. When it comes to the supply chain, the supply chain isn't our problem. The supply chain is they're making. They decided we're going to offshore to make more money and we're going to screw the American worker because we don't want to pay their pension. We don't want to pay their salaries. So we'll move their jobs overseas. And not only that, we can even make a little bit more money. You know how? Even as we're buying back the products that they're building overseas, guess what we do? We say, ah, but we don't have to buy it in bulk. We just need, we just need to have just-in-time inventory. And now, we only buy what we need, however time it takes that ship to leave Taiwan, Vietnam, Hong Kong, Shandong. We, 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 we figure, okay, it's the time it leaves the factory to the time it gets to the United States, the turnaround is about six weeks, so therefore, we keep a, just a little bit inventory and we have those ships coming on a weekly basis. Perfect! Hurricane happens and a, sink, a ship sinks. Just in time, inventory screwed. I told you, those guys don't have much upstairs, but they do have the billions because you don't need to be smart to be rich. You just need to know that one system that is easy to know if you're immoral capitalism. It's so important. We're coming close to the end of the show. Let me see if there's anything. Let's see. Uh, we have a lot of oil since the same folks who in 80s were freaking out about Lumen Peak Oil. Yeah, Peak Oil was something that was the thing before we had fracking, before we had all these other technologies. You can only get, I think, 30 or 40% out of any particular well. That was just physics. Well, that was superseded with fracking and all new technologies. So that, that eliminate what peak oil was, sir. Again, that's the thing about science. You move forward. All right. So, folks, it's now 4.59. I won't get to all the, the replies today. I just want to call out everybody as I see them real quick. Eric Hayes, Bridge MCP, Robert Davenport. I want to see if there's anybody I hadn't called out. Lee Grant, I think I got to you. I'll read your messages later. Uh, Bruce says, if you want to, to see messed up, watch the House of Reps debate the Veterans Bill. The Republicans took their time to, to say the bad things about other things and advertise an energy bill. It's, it's amazing. Tom C., uh, let's talk a lot about this uh, either tomorrow. Let's continue this conversation tomorrow.
Let's continue this conversation tomorrow. Look, guys, Ashley, Team Ashley Strong. Thank you, Egberto. Hey, thank you guys for listening to the show today. I always have to thank you. Please remember, please remember to support us. We really need your support to keep this stuff going. Remember, the, the other team has the Coke brothers. We only have you. They have the Coke brothers. We have you. Please find a way to support us at politicsandright.com slash support. This is an ongoing thing, which means we need ongoing support. So thank you so kindly for having been here with me. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you know how I end it. Baby, I am what? Up? We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.